98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station, and the Arizona Sports app. Suns Finals coverage, presented by Nicolo Baltra, talking NBA Finals on the Rundown. Welcome back to the Rundown. I'm Spencer Keatsman, and I am right above it like Lil Wheezy there, Lil Wayne, bringing us back. And joining me now on the Coulter Automotive Group Sportsline is John Bloom of the Suns Radio Network and the host of the Suns postgame show that has become world-famous John Bloom this year for the Phoenix Suns. How's it going? World-famous, really? Yeah, enlighten me. How, how have we hit the rest of the world? Well, I, you know, the, the Suns are worldwide right now, baby. I mean, it seems like everyone <laughs> loves this team, so therefore they love you. That's just the way it goes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll take it by association, Spencer, and uh, good to be with you uh, on an off night. Although I, I would prefer it being a game night. I'm not going to lie. I can't wait for game four. Yeah, absolutely. It, it feels weird that we don't have one. We've got the two-day gap. But um, So I've got John Rahm. In my, he was my first pick in my British Open pick'em thing that I'm doing. Uh, am, well I, am I safe there uh, for John Rahm at Royal St. George's? Oh, I, I love it. I think it's a great call. Who's more confident than that guy right now? And not to mention uh, a more sentimental favorite, but... Uh, you know, this is a golf course. I don't know how much you know about it, but I remember looking into it when I knew that the Open was there uh, because I don't know a lot uh, about Royal St. George's. And so I don't think a lot of players do either. And so why not pick the guy that's uh, on fire? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's the first time. It hasn't been in England in a while, I don't think. Um, no. It's been in Ireland and Scotland a bunch, but I can't remember the last time it was in England. So, uh, yeah, I like that. That's my pick, and I'm sticking with it. So, And my pick oh, tomorrow boy. night is the Phoenix Suns. What do the Suns have to do to make that happen? I mean, the obvious answer is Giannis trying to figure out how to contain the animal that he is, um, but it's just it's just not possible. I mean, are all the indications you know pointing towards we're looking at another 40-plus point night from Giannis? Well, it's interesting because, you know, obviously we, we can, we've seen both things happen. We've seen Giannis go off and the Suns win by double digits, and we've seen Giannis go off and the Bucks boat race the Suns in game three. I think Giannis most likely will go off again. That's, he's in a mode right now. He looks healthy. He's very difficult to stop no matter what. And uh, obviously if DeAndre Ayton can do a better job of, of defending without fouling, um, and the Suns can get more of a benefit of the whistle, then that will help uh, defending Giannis. But I don't think there is a situation where the Suns are going in saying, we're going to absolutely shut Giannis down. He's not getting anything against mm-hmm. us tonight. I don't think that's realistic, right? No, it's not. I mean, no one's been able to do it. Um, and, and, you know, the Suns faced a guy like Jokic. They faced Jokic earlier in the playoffs. So they've had experience of going up against, you know, a, a big man that's just a total force. Um, but you got to figure out a way to not only contain him, but maybe keep uh, some of the other guys from hitting so many open jumpers. Um, but my, you know, you mentioned the the, uh, the the fouls. I know Giannis got to the free throw line seventeen times the other night. The Suns got to the line sixteen times. That's something that Monty brought up, and I think his tactic for just for bringing that up was just to sort of try and and defend his guys. I don't think he was pointing fingers at any officials because you can't, or you'll you'll get fined. Um, but I, I think that that was his tactic there, which is to me a little strange because Monty's not really the guy, kind of guy who's going to use the media to uh, sort of, I guess, fire his team up or make a point like that. Exactly. That, that hasn't been his MO at least, but you get into a final series and it's almost like it's got to happen. Like it, it's, it's almost like a coach has to 
uh, speak up for his team. It's not just this year, Spencer. I know you've seen this stuff happen before. Mm -hmm. And remember where Monty comes from, and one of you know his mentors might be the best at it in, in manipulating the referees, and that being Greg Popovich. Oh, yeah. so you know he took notes uh, in his time with San Antonio from what Pop did, uh, and he's taken notes from other coaches as well. And that's not his MO. He's not going to normally come out and complain. Uh, and during games especially, he, he often stays quiet over there on the sidelines, and some fans don't love that element. But uh, you know what? Look, for the most part, it's worked. I think he, he does command respect. I don't know if the Suns are going to get a better whistle in game four. I wouldn't anticipate it. Uh, so they just have to handle it better, and they've got to be able to stay available, especially guys like D.A. Yeah, no, no kidding. And um, obviously Booker with the off-night shooting, I think we all look at that as just sort of an anomaly. Like, that that wasn't him. Uh, he's had a couple in the playoffs, but most times he's obviously been the star that he is. Um, and and Chris Paul is, has praised DeAndre Ayton and he all all postseason he did it again today, saying that guy is amazing at setting screens. He, you know he can create the angles that I need to you know move one guy the other way so I can go this way. But Milwaukee was really good at defending him in game three, uh, and Monty also brought that up. He's talked about that a little bit, and and Chris Paul was really getting frustrated with what Drew Holiday and Middleton and PJ Tucker were doing off those screens. Um, you don't see the Suns changing the game plan and and what's going to work offensively to get this done. I, you don't change that after one loss in a series, right? And I think you see, you know, that obviously there was an expectation that a lot of those guys, uh, the Bucks role players, Middleton, Holiday, being mainly, uh, you know, probably top of that list, were going to be better at home. They just always have been better at home, and it was true. They were significantly better at home, uh, and so the expectation is. For them to probably, uh, you know, continue to, to at least contribute on a higher level. I'm not sure you're going to see exactly like a replica performance from those guys from what they did in Game Three because I think the Suns are going to, you know, make it more of a, a mission to stop them. And uh, like we talked about before, you can't go in with the, the mindset that you're going to absolutely shut down Giannis, but maybe you can make it harder on that supporting cast than you did in game four. And a lot of that has to do with the momentum, with them getting a lift from their own crowd, which was off the charts, much like we anticipated it. Just like I've talked to a bunch of other people, Spencer. You know, when you can talk about a team that's never won it, and the Suns are obviously in that class, they've never won it, it's not really that much different than the Milwaukee Bucks fan base and how they feel, because most of those people that are in the Deer District and in the building weren't alive when the Bucks right. won it either. So they feel like they've never won it too, and that's why there's such a hunger from both these fan bases, and uh, I think that's added an extra level of intensity, no doubt. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, John Bloom is always bringing the intensity on, on the postgame show. Um, so, uh, Bloomer, real quick, I'll get you out of here on this. I, I saw an article, uh, Barrett Sports Media today basically did a story on our station and uh, on the website for the, the, the coverage that um, we've done with the Suns and how uh, our station has done a really good job of, I wouldn't say cornering the market, but making, uh, you know, 98.7 the go-to place for the Phoenix Suns throughout this playoffs. And uh, just, you know, you're, you've been a big part of it, obviously, with the postgame show um, does, when you see something like that or hear something like that, uh, what, what does that mean to you? Just uh, knowing that a lot of what uh, everyone here at the station has done is being recognized in terms of uh, the, the Suns' coverage throughout this postseason. 
Oh, I love it. I think it's it's great to be a part of it. You know, we've got such a talented staff there. I know you feel that way too, Spencer. And, and when you get an opportunity, you know, you fit right in there uh, and pick up where everybody else is, like Luke, who's normally on at this time, is leaving off. And uh, I think that's what shows, you know, it's kind of like the Suns with the depth that this basketball team has. You know, if, if you have guys go on vacation at the radio station, the guys who are filling in know their stuff too. They're pros. Uh, and it's a staff full of pros, and it starts at the top. Uh, led all the way down, and, and it's been just such a pleasure to be a part of it. I think it's a big thing, uh, you know, that this community is rallying around this basketball team, and it's awesome that uh, we've got a station uh, th- that we get to, you know, call, uh, I guess, home in some right. aspects and work in other aspects, but uh, definitely be a part of this great team is, is phenomenal. Absolutely, Bloomer, and you've been a part of it for a long time, so uh, get out of here, enjoy the rest of your off night. We'll uh, definitely hear you on the radio tomorrow night, my man. Enjoy it. All right, Spencer, look forward to it and can't wait for a little early morning British Open action. Let's do it. We've got that coming up, too. This is quite a weekend coming up for all of us. Set those alarms early and get up and watch. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'll see you later. See you later, Bloomer. All right, take it easy. All right, John Bloom, Suns Radio Network and uh, uh, host of the Suns postgame show on 98.7.